I think it was about my third deal in that I realized that like I'm actually making a change in someone's life, right? Like before when I was trading stocks, like it was all about like waking up, going into the market, trading the stocks, you're done. But like there was really no like effect that I had on the world. And, you know, people were like crying when I'd hand them the, the house keys. They were like, you know, we're, we're so happy. We never thought we'd buy a house. And that was like a wake up call for me. You just got to have that attitude in life. Like the my mom always told me growing up as a kid, like the glass is always half full to never half empty. Hello and welcome to the Agent Podcast with your host, that's me, Raymond Sholseth. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to the Agent Podcast. I'm here with my buddy Derek coming to us out of Florida. Derek, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me, Raymond. It's, yeah. uh, it's good to be here. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. So, you know, I see that Remax banner in the background. Yeah. Why real estate? So I actually got into this business uh, two years ago, right? I'm 22 years old. So I got my license when I was 20, shortly after I turned 20. And, you know, I don't think anybody really gets, like, no one grows up thinking like, oh, yeah, I'm going to become a real estate agent <laughs> unless they're like, their parents are, you know, real estate agents, which mine aren't. My mom's a banker. My stepdad does air conditioning. So I got into real estate because I really just had my back against a wall. And there was really like no option for me other than, than going back to school, which I had, I had done, right. I had graduated high school. Um, and I was actually learning how to invest, uh, trading stocks, stock options, all of that. And I did really well for a period of time. And then my 19 year old ego actually got a hold of me and I blew up my portfolio. <laughs> so that was like the turning point for me, right? Like a great learning lesson at the time I regretted it, but you know, coming to where we are now, it's, it's, it's a great lesson that I had to learn. Uh, I was going to school for air conditioning for some time when I was around 18 years old take over my stepdad's business. I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. Um, I got my first job at a movie theater when I was 16. Great uh, customer service learning experience. You know, people are always complaining about prices and all of that. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, I, I worked a few summer jobs too. And I realized like something in me was just like, you know, my boss is paying me X amount of an hour. And like, they're making like, they're selling this popcorn for like 20 bucks a tub. Right. And I'm getting paid seven twenty-five an hour. Like I'm selling like five of these in like, you know, a few minutes, right. On a busy night. So I always came into, in, into the, you know, I came into the real estate business understanding that this was like me, this is about me. Right. Um, I had $2 and 11 cents actually in my bank account. Right. Which is nothing. <laughs> right. You have to pay MLS fees and I had a credit card. So I was like stacking up like this debt just to get things going. And I had gotten a new car. I needed to make payments. So like, like I was saying before, my back was against the wall and I really had no other option. And, you know, I just let everybody know that I was a real estate agent and I started getting like, people were giving me a shot. They're like, oh, you know, he's young, but like, let's see what, what he's got. Let's see what he does. And I think it was about my third deal in that I realized that like I'm actually making a change in someone's life, right? Like before when I was trading stocks, like it was all about like waking up, going into the market, trading the stocks, you're done. And then, you know, the rest of the day you're, or, or, you know, whatever position you were in, but like, there was really no like 
effect that I had on the world. And, you know, people were like crying when I'd hand them the, the house keys. They were like, you know, we're, we're so happy. We never thought we'd buy a house. And that was like a wake up call for me. And I'm like, wow, do I really want to like go all in now? Like with the real estate, like, yeah, I'm making a positive impact on people. Like what's next. Right. And that's how I discovered a mentor, which was Ryan Serhant at the time. Right. And I got into, I actually found him on YouTube. Funny enough, people always ask me, they're like, oh, do you watch that show on Bravo? And I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> I've never watched a single episode of that, right? Um, so <laughs> it's it's kind of funny, right? I actually found him on YouTube, I, you know, and that's, I, I guess that's just my way because I'm, I'm so young, right? So I'm 20 years old at the time. I find Ryan Serhant. And I, I think like the first video was like, billion dollar brokers daily routine. And I watched that and I'm like, this guy's insane. Like who wants to do this? Like if this is what real estate is about, like count me out. Like I don't want getting to getting up that. at four in the morning, hitting yeah. the gym, like his right. legit routine, right? His legit routine. Yeah. That whole like spiel. I'm like, no, no way. Like if that's what this takes, like, uh-uh, I'm not doing that. Right. Going back to stocks. Yeah. I'm going back to stocks. <laughs> <laughs> so, so after my first few, de few deals, I developed a little bit of a cushion, right? And that was how I was able to invest into his course that he had. Um, you know, I was watching him on YouTube, all the motivational stuff. And, and that kind of was what really sold me on the course. But that course changed my whole entire career. Like it taught me from like how to, you know, structure my day, day in and day out. It taught me how to you know, manage, you know, how I should invest in my business, invest my time. And that like, really like, you know, I was like going uphill. Right. And I started talking to new people. I joined networking groups. I was posting on social media. And then, you know, I, I kind of just have been expanding that ever since. Right. Like funny enough, I was just telling you how, like, I would never want to wake up at like 4am do the routine that he has but I do. I wake up at 4am. I go to the gym at five. I get I to the it. office early, you know, I, but it's like, why not? You know, at, at this point in my career, it's like, why not? I, I guess I'll just go all in. Right. And it's fun. I get to be me. That's another thing. Like we can talk about, you know, branding, right. Every agent has their own brand, regardless of who they're working for. Right. Like I'm, I work for Remax, but like, it's, it's deeper than that. You know, it's about who you are as a person. You're a real estate agent plus what else, right? Like, what is your, like, are you a chef? Are you like known to be an awesome chef? Are you like the coolest soccer mom that, you know, your community knows, right? Whatever it is, you know, it's a great business to be in because you get to be yourself. You know, people know me as like the, the guy that I'm normally wearing like a suit, right? Like every day I wear a suit and like, they're, they know me as the young, like hustling guy that wears a suit and he's not afraid to do like crazy stuff to get a deal done or, or crazy things to, to attract attention. Right. And, and because I built that brand, I have a lot of people that reach out to me through social media that I would have normally never, you know, come across. Right. Um, I have, I have people from my elementary school buying houses with me that I haven't talked to since like third grade. They're like, Hey, do you remember me? I'm like, yeah. Sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, yes and no. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. And I'm like, oh, yeah, refresh my mind. So, yeah, I mean, brand is, is very important in this business. Um, extremely important. Uh, you know, a lot of people want to, like, um, talk about their office stats. 
or their team stats, which is great. Like when, especially when you're starting out, it's great to join a team, great to, to be on a good brokerage. But, you know, as you start building that, it's like, okay, who am I and why am I doing this? So let's pause right there and back up for a minute, right? Because you have an unusual amount of both insight and foresight for somebody your age. Where does that come from? You know, um, so like, you know, growing up as a kid, I faced some challenges, right? You know, everyone faces challenges in life. And I think I just faced them early on or earlier than most people would you know, and it caused me to grow up and kind of look at the world in a certain way. And looking back at like all the things that I've gone through as a kid, all the way up to high school, I I remember when I was like, when my back was against the wall, when I first got into this business, I said, okay, I could let this either make me or break me. I could be a player or I could be a victim. And so I just decided to go the the player route. Like I I wasn't going to take an excuse. I wasn't going to let anything hold me down. And so my biggest like thing for myself is that, you know, I'm, I'm afraid to leave something on the table. So it, it would be like, like, for example, like if five years from now, I don't hit my goals because I didn't do what I needed to do, then I would be upset, right? Like I would be upset with myself, but every day, like I wake up, I, and, and regardless of how I feel, regardless of of where I'm at in my life. Like I get up and I do the same thing every day to make sure that five years from now, you know, I'm going to be where I need to be. Right. Like if I'm, if I'm having a terrible day, if I'm like, I could have the worst day of my life. Like last year, five deals, they were all falling apart in the same day. And like, it was stressing me out, but I was like, you know what? It's all going to like, what's going to work is going to work. And what's not going to work is not going to work. And that's just my viewpoint on life. Like I don't get upset over things that I can and can't control. So adversity forced you to grow up. Yeah. Maybe faster than most people would, right. For right. whatever those reasons are. And you have a temperament of acceptance for what is and the ability to look past what's happening right now to focus yeah. on the future. Is that learned for you? Is that intrinsic? Were your parents role models? Did you have another mentor that helped you get there? Like, where did that come from? Yeah. So my, I mean, my parents are very positive people, you know, uh, very positive people. Now they, you know, they have their ways. Right. And, and I have my different opinion just as they do. Right. Um, but but my, my parents are both hardworking people. So the hard work, the drive and all of that, I definitely learned that from them, you know, um, but the positive attitude, it was just like, you know, for example, like when I was 16 years old, my dad had passed away of cancer, right? And when I was 15, he was diagnosed. And, and that like, I mean, I was 16 taking care of my dad because it was just slowly, you know, taking his life. And, you know, that made me, cherish things like in the moment, you know, and I mean, you know, you just kind of realize that things do matter in the present moment, you have to enjoy them, you have to be grateful. So every day I wake up, I'm grateful for something, right. And I think that was from a learning lesson of seeing my dad, you know, pass away in, in front of my eyes. And I realized that the cancer situation was something that I couldn't do. And when I was 16, I didn't understand that because when you're 16, you, 
you already got plenty going on with your hormones and all of that, right? But, you know, moving forward, I realized, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't my fault that he had passed away. I did everything that I could. And um, cancer is something that, you know, we try to control, but sometimes you just, you just can't do anything about it. Um, depending on, you know, how big or how small or how fast it grows, you know, it's just uh, something that I've accepted. So uh, another thing I'll tell you too, is a few months ago, I had totaled my car and luckily I'm okay. And everybody that was involved was okay too. Thank God. Um, however, you know, I had to get a new car, right? And my car was practically paid off too. I'm like, oh, this is great. Now I got to like restart the whole situation. But I was like, you know what? It could have been worse, right? I could have like flown through the windshield. I could have died, you know, and, and that would have been awful. Like, yeah, my car's totaled and, you know, I got my car insurance premium is going to go up, but you know what? I'm, I'm alive, not dead. It's just and a car. I, yeah, it's just a car and, and I'll get, and, you know, I can still drive. I can still walk. I can still use my hands. I can talk to people. So you just got to have that attitude in life. Like the my mom always told me growing up as a kid, like the glass is always half full. It's never half empty. So that's how I've always looked at things. Like, you know, I mean, even the days when I only had $2 and 11 cents in my bank account, I always thought this is temporary. Like, if I do the work today, tomorrow I'll, I'll, I'll be rewarded or in a month from now I'll be rewarded. And, you know, in, in real estate, that's how it works. Like you do the work today and business is going to reward you three months, six months from now, even a year from now. I have people that I, I stay in touch with ever since I started in this business and they're buying houses with me now. So, you know, I just, that's just my outlook. And I think because of my positive outlook in life, it carries on into my business and it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Well, I'll say that, you know, I'm sorry for the loss of your dad, but you know, one thing to take from that, that I'm hearing from you is it's instant perspective, Yeah. right? So you were put in this situation at 15, 16 years old and given a lens that most people don't get for a perspective of life and right. you know, the gift that it is and the fact that, Hey, be thankful for today because there may not be a tomorrow. Right. right? So maybe for you, this car accident was a gentle reminder of that as you're yeah. building your business and absolutely building your relationships. Um, yeah. And that's incredible. Thanks for sharing that. And, uh, sounds like you have an amazing mom too, right? To yeah. She's that awesome. class half full and, and push forward. Right. What, um, you know, I noticed as I was poking around your social media that you have a media company, you know, like you're following I do. Ryan Sirhan's footsteps with how you're building <laughs> your business. Um, and right. we touched on branding a little bit, but most agents aren't doing that work. So what is your thought and your intention behind the media company to help push and promote and build your business? Yeah. So as far as the media company goes, I had a friend that I've known since sixth grade. Okay. And me and him are still close and he is an amazing photographer. He's done property videos for me. And he came to me and he said, you know, I really don't know how to start my own, um, my own business. And I really don't want to, right? Like that's just not his cup of tea. And I said, well, I, I can start a, a media company for us. And, you know, we can, we can do photos, we can do videos. 
And I, I tie that in with my real estate business because I, I, I mean, I've done photo shoots in the last week with agents in my office. Um, we're doing property tours. We have property tours set up. So it, it goes hand to hand. And it's really nice because when I go and I have like a listing appointment, I'll meet a client and I'll let them know, hey, I have my own media company. Like we do, you know, we keep things, you know, I'll, I'll know when I get the video back. I don't have to like, you know, wait around for this photographer to come out next week. I can call my guy and say, Hey, listen, this is the situation. I know we have, I know we have openings because I run the company. Right. And as, as far as branding, you, you have to kind of go both ways. Like I said, you need to know yourself. So media for me, I enjoy, like I've always loved video. I've always loved um, photography and I like the creative aspect of it too and how it ties into real estate. So um, yeah, I am sort of following into Ryan Serhant's uh, footsteps, but it was kind of like, you know, I, I know that he owns his own media company, but my guy came to me and he was like, let's do it. And I was like, well, why not? We can, you know, we can do that. And, and yeah, a lot of agents, they don't focus on branding because they forget, like, you know, it, it, that's the thing, like brokers nowadays, when they, when they hire a new agent, they bring a new agent on board, they like fill them up with you know, the broker's branding, right? And it's like, you know, um, and, and I'm not going to throw shade at Remax, obviously. I'm not going to throw shade at any brokerage, but brokers will give them a packet or they'll give them something and they'll they'll say, okay, this is our stats. This is us, blah, 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 which is great in the beginning. Like I said, it's great in the beginning, but like people are going to say, well, you know, I've, I've talked to, like, for example, if you were to get a listing appointment with um, the same agent in your office and you both bring the same listing packet, the same listing presentation that's pre-made by your brokerage and there's nothing about really you, they're going to say, okay, well, what's the difference between you and this other guy that's in your office, right? And then you, you know, you don't want to have that competition, but you know, it's, it's already there. What are you going to yeah, do about it? Exists. It, it, it exists. Exactly. So as far as branding goes, like you, you do need to be yourself. You need to be your, I, I can't tell you how many people, and I teach social media stuff here at my office. And so many people, so many agents have come to me and they're like, Hey, I want to make this private because I don't want to see my clients. And I, I don't want them to see that I'm going uh, on vacation and I'm going to be drinking. And I'm like, do you think that they you know, they don't know that you're drinking. Like, of course they do. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, I don't know. I think people try to keep this like one side of them that's actually them and one side of them that's like professional them. Yeah. And it's like, you can't do that because- Two different personas. Yeah, you, you it, everything will come together at one point. And, you know, you shouldn't have to explain to somebody why you did something. Now, I know I'm 22, so I can't really like tell people that like, I'm going out for a couple of drinks because then people will say, well, yeah, he's 22. He's probably going to the club and he's going to do some dumb stuff tonight, which I don't, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like that's, that's something that, um, it, you know, I got to be cautious with. There are things that you have to be cautious with, right? Like you, you shouldn't post about heavy politics or anything like that because you're going to be just dividing your audience anyways. And it's just not, you, you want to keep things professional, but you want to keep them authentic as well. So when I go on vacation, I always take pictures of my vacations. I have pictures of my dog. You know, I love my dog. Um, I, I, you know, I take pictures of what I do day in and day out of my life. 
And people are like, they, they relate to it. That's what they want. They want somebody they can relate to. I have clients who are in the million dollar budget, $2 million, $3 million budget. And they hire me because they're like, when I was your age, I was doing the same thing, right? It's relatable, right? They can relate to me. And then they follow me on Instagram. I follow them on Instagram. I interact with them and we become friends. And we, uh, you know, we've, we established that relationship. So branding is extremely important and to be authentic, to know who you are, to have a perspective, you know, that, that sounds very like Gary V like, right. Perspective. Everyone talks about perspective, but it's true. You need to know who you are. But I think it is, I do think it is true. And I agree with you a hundred percent because I think if you have the ability to be your authentic self mm. and build that community, your people will find you and your people are who you want to serve, right? Like right. some, some people are just so hungry for any deal yeah, uh, they want to put out this false persona and ultimately right. 90% of the time, at least it backfires on people, right? The deal doesn't go through. They end up with bad blood. They get right. fired by the client or they have to fire the client, whatever it is. And I think being able to express yourself and build your community as your unique brand, like that's the asset, man. Yeah. That is the asset for engagement. And when you have that engagement, your business will thrive. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what, if you like, let's, let's use Ryan Serhant as an example, right? I mean, everybody knew Ryan Serhant for the Serhant team for so long, and he was at Nest Seekers, right? And then he left Nest Seekers in the last year and started his own brand. And people just followed him, like, because he was him. Like, yeah, he did work for Nest Seekers, but like, people also know Ryan for Ryan, right? So that's the thing. Like when you're creating an authentic brand and you go to a different uh, firm or maybe you start your own firm for whatever reason, people aren't, people aren't going to know you for, let's say, Marissa at ABC Realty. They're, they're not. They're going to know Marissa as the, the greatest realtor who likes to cook or whatever it is, right? And they're going to follow you regardless. So it, it is very important because... You know, there's going to be a lot of brokerages, I think, that if they don't start focusing more on, um, you know, not only their their own brand and making it a bit more custom, but their agent's brand, right? Like, um, you know, I've thought about starting a team and I, I have somebody in mind who may be coming on board within the beginning of the year. And I've told, I've sat down with them and I said, listen, you know, I want to create you, right? Like who you are. I don't want you to try to be like anybody else. You know, you can, you can mimic some things, right. To get you on the right path, but just be you because so many people come into this business, like I said, and they just, they're, they don't know them. They don't know them or they don't, they're afraid to be themselves. And, and that's just, it's, you're just wasting time at that point. Yeah. There's a level of awareness that you need to have in order to be the best version of yourself, right. Perspective, yeah, exactly. awareness, all these different things. Now we say that, you know, real estate is both a people business and a partner business. Mm -hmm. Without those two things, there's no transaction. There's no business, there's right. you know, nothing. But what they don't teach you in real estate school, when you get your license, they don't teach you how to build a business. They don't teach right. you personal development. They don't teach you professional development right. and in efforts to best serve clients. Like you have to work on yourself. The professional you development do. will come with time and experience and transactions and mentorship. Yeah. But 
being able to just build yourself and understand like who you are. I mean, dude, that's how you make a fortune over time. Yeah, it absolutely. It absolutely is. Um, you know, I've had clients who don't like me, right? I mean, not because of my, not because of my age, but they're just like, we don't like your style. And I'm like, that's fine, but I'm not going to change for you, you know, because right. there are clients that love my style and there are clients that would love to work with me. Um, you know, and, and, Another thing too that I hear a lot of people talk about is uh, Zillow and and all these other iBuyers that are coming out. You know they're afraid that that real estate agents are going to be replaced. And you know in the beginning when I heard about that when I was a newer agent, of course I ran to my broker and said, "Oh my God, I don't want to be replaced. I I love this business, right?" <laughs> and in all honesty, like real estate isn't just about transactions, right? It's about bringing a seller to a buyer or a buyer to a seller, regardless, right? Like, and there are so many things that can happen uh, throughout the transaction that could go wrong that they'll need an expert for. And like, like we mentioned before, this is a people business. So, you know, I, I understand that Zillow is trying to put everybody on a payroll and all of that. But honestly, I think that as long as you keep the connections and you're authentic with your brand and who you are, I don't think anybody, you know, should have to worry about that. The agents that are that are out there that are just working for transactions, they think, oh, this is just a numbers game, which, I mean, we all know sales is a numbers game to an extent. But if you're just focused on sales and nothing else, like, yeah, you're going to be replaced. What, yeah. um, what are you doing to differentiate yourself in your market? Like you have this media company, you obviously understand branding, you understand leveraging social media, but what are just a couple things that you're doing to really differentiate yourself? Yeah. So I have everything. So as far as like brand goes, I have everything customly made. Okay. And in those customly made items, like it talks about myself, right? Who I am. Um, and I have testimonials and all that, just like every other agent would. But, you know, I, the way that I have my approach with real estate is I make it fun, right? And, you know, we, we, I have, sometimes I have a, a, a camera guy that follows me around and we'll shoot YouTube vlogs, which we'll be uploading later, later on in the next few months. And, you know, th they love that. They're like, oh my God, it's like million dollar listing New York or something, right? <laughs> you know, and, and we'll, we'll talk about things and I'll make it fun. You know, if you go on my social media, there's a picture I took, I think, a year and a half ago, I was wearing a suit on top of a roof. And the only people that were complaining about that were my agents in my office because they thought I was going to get hurt. Right. Um, I've also done things, for example, like when COVID hit, right. And, and we had, um, we weren't allowed to have people come into open houses in the beginning. Well, there was this listing that I think was on the market for like 70 something days. And I, went on Facebook live and I wore a stingray costume because it was on Clearwater beach, like this, like ridiculous stingray costume. Oh my God. That's awesome. And I wore it and I went live and I just like toured the house in this stingray costume. Um, you know, so I, I do things, I make it fun. Like I'm, I'm myself and, you know, as far as like moving forward to stay on top of everything, I'm always trying to find something new. So I have a, I have a little bit of a team, like I have an assistant and, you know, I meet with her weekly and I'm, and I, she's very creative, you know, and, and we talk about 
uh, things that that we can work on. And I also have a, a little bit of a like a part time social media manager. And I talk to her and I'm like, okay, what can we post? You know, what can we do? A lot of the things too that I'm doing recently is I'll I'll scroll through TikTok and sometimes I get lost in it, right? Yeah. But I'll see like what the trends are and I'll try to implement my own brand and my own like real estate story and all that into that. So, you know, um, and we'll just be creative with it. And I meet with my media company and they're like, yeah, we should do that. Or we should do this. Right. So everybody that's in the real estate industry can, can help people buy or sell. Right. You know, you just have to be the agent that they can relate to. They can connect with and, and you need to be their friend. Right. People love shopping with friends and they hate being sold. Right. So that's, that's how, how this goes. I love that. I think that's great, man. Some golden points right there for everybody listening. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? People love shopping with friends and they hate being sold. Yeah, they do. Good. I love that. What are a couple things you wish you knew coming into this business that you've kind of, I always say, uncovered for yourself? Not really discovered, but (laughs) uncovered that, hey, I wish I would have known that before I started. Yeah. I I wish I would have, like, number one thing is I wish I would have known, like, that like there's actually like really crazy people out in this world, right? <laughs> like like seriously, my third deal, I had a guy threaten to strangle me at a closing table. Like yeah, that, that was I'm not gonna get into that, but that was uh, very interesting, right? Um, and you know, second I think would be get get a mentor. Like if for any business that you are in, not just real estate, like real estate, whatever it is, get a mentor. You know, find somebody that you can relate to, that you are on the same uh, vibe or same level with, right? Um, don't try to force yourself to be somebody who you're not. I had a mentor that was in another agent, uh, another office that I was working at. And he taught me how to, how to cold call, but like his style wasn't me. So like, I got caught up in this like fake me, you know, and I had to kind of take a step back and be like, this isn't who I am. Like, I don't want, I don't want to do this. Right now. I still do cold calls, but they're not like the way that I was doing them before. Um, So a mentorship that you can relate to and you can, you can be in, you know, make sure that you, you get involved with that. Also, remember to save money for taxes. I did that. I did it. I mean, I'm not, you know, it was no uh, learning lesson for me, but you know, it's just very important to remember that. So yeah, I mean, focus on building a brand for yourself. If you can early on, introduce yourself to social media, introduce yourself to communities, um, get out there, you know, hustle, 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 and just, just make sure that you, you have a system, right? People need to understand that like, this is a business. This isn't like you work for your broker. Like your broker is not your boss. He's, he's going to give you advice, but you have to be the one that sends out the postcards. You have to be the one that picks up the phone. You have to be the one that goes out and generates leads, right? Like you have to generate leads. And a lot of people like in the beginning, like when I was doing it, I was like so focused on like designing postcards and designing websites. And I never like, got and that's why like in the beginning a lot of people's business is like a roller coaster right and you just have to focus on one thing and that's generating future business and current business both right and and just keep doing that because as long as you keep doing that your pipeline will stay full and you'll never have to worry about oh my god i have no clients like beginning of this year i only had 500 people in my database and i think i'm close to 2000 right so that's that's just how it is you have to keep generating leads not all of them are going to convert but 
you know, you're going to have some people that are not ready today, but they may be ready six months from now. And that's a deal that you wouldn't have had before. So just, you know, new, newer agents need to focus on a brand, a mentor, and just generating leads. Everything else, the website, the, the you know, obviously get business cards when you start out. Um, but the website and things like that, like, don't worry about that. It's that that can come in later when you're making money and you can pay somebody else to do. You know, you don't need to do that yourself. I love that. I'm going to put words in your mouth here. I sure. feel like, you know, if you could give somebody a gift, it would be specifically focused on branding, putting your unique self out there. Like, yeah. would you agree with that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't be afraid to be yourself because you know what? Even if you think like yourself is embarrassing or, or strange, like there's going to be people that like you, right? If you were like obsessed with cats, make a cat community page and name it cat lovers of Tampa Bay or whatever, and invite all the cat lovers. And I guarantee you, you're going to sell a lot of houses with people who own cats and all of that, right? Like just be you, right? And, and don't be afraid to be you because there's always people out there that are like you and that will relate with you. You know, don't try to be this fake. If you don't like wearing suits, don't wear suits. I love wearing suits. I'm comfortable wearing suits. Even in, you know, 99 degree weather in August, like I'm, I'm still doing it, right? Like I enjoy it. Um, but if that's not your cup of tea, don't do it, right? Another thing that I hear too a lot is like agents will be like, how can I get the million dollar buyers? How can I get the $2 million buyers? And then when I tell them how they do it, they're like, oh, I don't want to do that though. Like I can't do that, right? Like I can't. I don't, I don't want to go to yacht clubs. I don't want to go to higher end networking parties. Like I can't relate to them. Well, then if you're not comfortable doing that, then, then focus on what you're comfortable doing, you know, doing, you know, I'll tell you a story real quick too, that uh, when I first met my first million dollar client, um, I met with the, the guy's wife, the second round, and I had met her and I was showing her the house and she was like, Hey, do you know where the nearest uh, Gucci store is? And I did, but I've never been in Gucci. Like I've never bought anything from Gucci, right? So I like went on their website uh, that night and I found like a newsletter for them. And then I forwarded it to the husband. And I said, whenever your anniversary comes up, I'm sure that your uh, wife will like this new collection that came out. And like, she loves it. Like she loved that. She was like, oh my God, like that's my guy. <laughs> so, you know, like you just, and, and, you know, I mean, I have like, I have things that are from now. I mean, now I have things that are from like Louis Vuitton and all that. Now I don't like spend all my money on it, but I do it to relate to clients that I'm comfortable with dealing with. Going back to what you just said though, like that whole, let's call it a move that you did with that Gucci situation. Yeah. That was brilliant because you built a connection point, right? Like oh, you absolutely. literally built a bridge inviting somebody into your life right. by listening to them and what their interests were and no judgment, just, yeah. Hey, you like this? Cool. Here you go. By the way, Mr. Smith, check this out. FYI, I'm giving you a gift, dude. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it, you know, that's just, that's what you have to do again. Like, don't, don't be fake, right? Like, don't be fake. I mean, I, I, the only reason why I never had gone to Gucci or at the time was because like, I, honestly, like I couldn't afford it. Right. Like, 
and, and and now it's a different situation, right? Like I can go into Gucci. I mean, I don't do it often. Like I said, I don't spend all my money in there, but I do it so that when I do meet the next client and they do have Gucci on, I can spot it and I can be like, oh, I know where you got that, right? And it's a it's another connection point. Or um, I had a client pull up in a Tesla and I started asking them all about, te- I love Tesla, right? Like everyone loves the Tesla cars. So I started asking them about it and that was another connection point. So you just, you have to find ways to relate to people that you want to do business with while being yourself, right? That I know agents out here that like love listing $90,000 mobile homes all day and that's their thing, right? And they can relate to those clients because maybe they live in one and they already, you know, that's their thing. And there's no judgment towards that. You need to do business with people that you can relate to authentically. And I'm telling you, you will, you'll, you'll reap the benefits. Man, this has been great. Where can people find you if they want to get in touch or get some pointers or have a referral? What's the best way to get a hold of you? So probably by email or my Instagram. So my Instagram is going to be at Derek, D-E-R-E-K dot. And then my last name is Simonson or Simonson, if you'd like to say it, S-I-M-O-N-S-E-N. <laughs> then you can email me, Derek at DerekSimonson.com. Derek, this has been a great man. Thanks for uh, sharing your stories with us, man. Of course, of course. Thanks so much for having me. It's been it's been a great, great session. Hey guys, it's Ray. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Thanks so much for being here and we'll see you on the next one.